The Elseworlds Exchange podcast is recorded live on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. Catch a ton of different comic book podcasts on youtube.com slash comic pop and youtube.com slash comic pop returns, including shows like Back Issues, Off the Rack, and of course, The Elseworlds Exchange. If you like what you've heard, give us a good review. And if you want to help us out more directly, you can always go to patreon.com slash comic pop to check out all the rewards we've got going on over there. Hey everybody, welcome to The Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. I'm Ben. Hey, so today I thought it'd be fun to talk about some comic book superhero movies for a change. Not everybody on this uh, channel likes to talk about comic book superhero movies or That's fair. comic book movies. I wanted to, I don't want to limit it to just superhero movies, but the, 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 the topic is what's a comic book movie from any time period that you want to see a sequel for today, today, not today. like I wish they'd made it. Yeah. No, like if they could, you know, like there's, there's some conversations about uh, how, you know, there was such the warm reception of both Spider-Man in No Way Home. You know, there's rumblings. You know, Sam Raimi directed the, uh, the Multiverse of Madness movie. Hey, maybe they can make a Spider-Man 4 with uh, yeah. with Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi. I was going to say, like, it has to be with Tobey Maguire because if it's Andrew Garfield, then you're only getting Spider-Man 3. Exactly. But you still could. We could get Spider-Man 3. You could. Could do that, too. Could do them all. How about that? And it's like, <laughs> oh. So... With that said, you know, and of course, with the advent of like the Flashpoint movie, or I think they're just calling it the Flash now, uh, Michael Keaton's supposed to come back as Batman, and that might like, I mean, Michael Keaton's in good Worlds shape. Worlds will collide. Yeah, hey, maybe we'll get a proper uh, Batman 3 out of the deal, you know, maybe one day. It'll be like a weird Batman 3 that's like, so yeah, about uh, 35 years later. Uh, I just I went Batman. into hiding. We could do, we could do the Dark Knight with yes. Michael Keaton. Oh, there's some people who would really like to see that shit. I mean, I know that, uh, yeah, that that's that's always in the back of somebody's mind. So yeah, uh, what what uh, so there's a there's there's a myriad of comic book movies out there, uh, you know, like The Crow, Blade, Suicide Squad, Ghost Rider, oh, yeah. all the Superman movies, X Men, The Turtles, The Phantom. Ben, what's your pick for a a, a comic book movie that has been made? that you'd like to see a sequel for made today. Dread. Right away. <laughs> oh, no. You... The 2011 yes. Carl Urban Dread. I oh. want it. <laughs> Give me a sequel. Oh, that kills me because that's such a great answer. And it's like, and it's something that could happen at any time and they're never going to do it. <laughs> I, it hurts so bad. Yes. I don't care what they do with the franchise. No. Just make it. Yeah. I know, I know. Dread. That, oh my God. Damn it. I would kill. I signed the petition, by the way. Oh, really? A Dread too. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I signed that petition. I sent it. I was like, yeah, I'm putting my name on this. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? I mean, like, uh, and, and if there's one thing that really works usually, it's... Uh, it's petitions. It's petitions. <laughs> you know, I, I just looked this up. Dread came out in 2012. Okay, I was off by ear. It is 10 years. It is. It's it 10, is years. 10 years. It's old. about to be 11. Oh, <laughs> because we're getting close to the end of the year. Yeah. Yep. How great would it have been to have like, hey, let's celebrate the 10 years of dread with another movie. Yeah. I know that uh, they had been talking about making a, a show about Mega City and that maybe Carl Urban. That. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll take anything in that dread universe as long as it's done in the same style that the 2012 Dread was. Yes, yes, absolutely. That one, of course, was directed by Peter Travis. It came out in 2012. It stars Carl Urban, Lena Headey, and uh, Olivia Thrilby. 
the, the great ass movie. Uh, apparently, they'd been working on it since twenty uh, two thousand six, and then it 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 came on the scene in twenty twelve, right at the advent of the three D movie experience. And it had some pretty good three D effects. I'll admit. It did. No, I was, I was, uh, I remember when they were advertising it, it was like, it, they were calling it Dread 3D, which never yeah, could find. Because you're just like, Dread 1, I right. guess was Judge Dread. Judge Dread, yep. No Dread 2. No, uh, no Dread two. 3D. Just jump right to 3D. But uh, uh, no, this has nothing it, to do with the Judge Dread. Jaws was any indicator, don't worry about the 3D. Just leave it out. But... This one had solid 3D. I, it did. I it really we liked did. it. In yeah. my opinion, better 3D than Avatar. Ooh. That's right. Shots fired at James I, Cameron. Yeah. Well, he's laughing all the way to the bank, but I uh maybe I, not necessarily aesthetically better, like not yeah. as clean as execution, but I yeah. think it was used better. I I mean, like by then they knew what they wanted, right? Because like after Avatar, they were like, okay, so, and clearly what happened was they went like, oh, we can charge like literally almost double ticket price. Just, and people was, still buy it? People still buy it and watch like 3D. I know. Which, why? But I will say, man, seeing Avatar, you know, in Christmas season in the theater, I think we saw it in like an IMAX-esque theater. It was like yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was massive. Season. Yeah. And like I remember when the burn when the tree was burning and got the embers in the air, and I'm like, this is admittedly impressive. And then I always saw Clash of the Titans in 3D, and I'm like, this is a lot less impressive. This feels like you made a movie and then you applied some kind of filter on it. And they're like, that is exactly what we did. Yes, we did. Not Which Clash of the Titans? The original or the remake? Obviously, the remake. They didn't like make Clash of the Titans from the '80s into 3D. Although, wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> I would love that. I did. No, you know what? I would not love that because I saw Clash of the Titans in a theater, and it was horrible. It was the the first Clash of the Titans. I mean, the first Clash of the Titans, in my opinion, is not that great. Now, no. even the remake didn't do anything for me. I dug the remake. I didn't love it, but it's like I I knew what they knew what they were making. I knew what I was watching. That Pegasus had no business looking that good. Like every time that Pegasus is on screen, I'm like, fuck. It's a good looking horse. Yeah. It, better than the Scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're seeing the seams on that movie. But the new class, the Titans. Yeah. Star, uh, nobody. Yeah, the, the lead the, the, the lead from Avatar, incidentally. Yeah. That guy and Sam Liam Worthington. Neeson. Yeah. And Liam Neeson released the Kraken. Yeah. Sam Worthington, that's the guy, because he uh, he was the, he was the it guy. Oh, he was the bit. hotness at that point. Yep, he was They're the like, franchise oh, king. Yeah, Avatar, Terminator, Clash of the Titans. Oh, why do no. you have to remind me about Terminator? Well, that Terminator was Terminator Salvation. Four? Yeah, yeah, Salvation. Terminator Four. Yeah, technically four, <laughs> even though it's like the third or f Terminator Four, fourth John Connor. Yes, where they're just like <laughs> ignore three. Yeah. Please, kind of, because they were like, oh, no, Catherine Brewster still exists, but it won't be Claire Danes. Instead, it's Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, anyway, we're getting on track. But uh, yeah, Dread came out and the, the, I, I loved the 3D. The, and they and they like I, I don't know if like I don't know which came first, the script or the 3D. But they were like, they, the, it feels like the invention of the slow-mo drug was them being like, let's, let's see what we can show that will blow people's minds. Yeah, and it did. Yeah. It was cool. Oh my god, I've never seen a better depiction of drugs in film where right. I said to myself, 
okay, I don't do drugs, but this but. makes me want to do drugs. <laughs> Seriously, and if you lived in that Mega City one, uh, I'd be on drugs all the time. It's just a misery fest, especially if those drugs were that dope. <laughs> I'm at, right? Like, oh yeah, no, it makes you feel like you're living an entire lifetime as you're plummeting to your, I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to spoil anything. No, Fair I'm not going to spoil this 10-year-old movie, uh, but... <laughs> Holy damn. Yeah, I would like to see a sequel to this. Now, here's my question. Normally, the sequels, especially, like, let's say that we live in a world where Dread 3D actually... Let's just speculate and say that we do. Yeah, let's pretend, like, oh, man, you know, it was a... Well, remember the humble beginnings of the Dread franchise? Uh, but... But not, the, that not movie... the super beginnings. Let's ignore it. No. That. No, no, no. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'll be honest. I, I loved... Uh, I, not loved. I watched a lot of Judge Dredd when I was a kid. <laughs> and, yeah. I can't believe they were like, let's get him on Asante. That way they can both go at each other. That robot, though, super The dead. robot was... Okay. The robot is probably the coolest thing about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, the bike is pretty fun. The helmet's dope. The, uh, the lawgiver does awesome, look good, but right? I don't like the lawgiver in that movie. No, no. I mean, I like Urban's more. I, I like Urban's more, but that's also because like I'm seeing it being used more as a motorcycle, and it has a better it it looks better. But the lawmaker in Stallone's Dread was yeah. more accurate to the comic book. A lot of that movie is accurate to the comic book, in like a big, really accurate. Way. Like it's frustrating how accurate it is. Like you'll see it and be like, "That's dumb," and then you read the comics, you're like, "Uh oh, oh." That's dumb. <laughs> That's a pretty solid, accurate uh, to, uh, interpretation of this of this comic book. But now, uh, yeah, if we were to get a sequel to Dread, would you mm -hmm. want to see more iconic judges like right. Judge Death? I mean, I really do, but I don't think this movie really lends itself to Judge. It Death. doesn't. That's the thing. Dread doesn't have that, like otherworldly. I, I almost want to say yeah, like supernatural feel. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, Judge Dredd definitely did. Yes, like, oh, I believe in Judge, in Stallone's Dredd, uh, that Judge Death exists in that universe. Yeah, um, somewhere I out in the wastes. But that being said, like, if they wanted to switch it up, like, if they, if, if, if Dredd was like, okay, so it's Carl Urban, it's this Mega City one, it's that kind of world, but every sequel gets a different crazy-ass director. And, like, Guillermo del Toro got Dredd 2, and they were like, and he's like, I want to use uh, the Judge Death. I'd be like, oh, fucking you. Okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. Right? Like, now I'm like, I don't care if it's if it completely breaks the realistic illusion of the first Dread movie. Uh, it'll be yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it'll be gorgeous. It'll look amazing. And it'll be fucking sad and dark. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, that's that was my question originally was going to be like, if it did well, you know, normally they were like, I want to make it like bigger. Yeah. Would you want like another kind of, you know, the block kind of movie where it's like, it's a, it's kind of relegated to one location and we're going to, we're going to kind of like try to keep our budget low. Or do you be like, no balls to the wall, all the lore, everything you, you talk about mutants. No, no, no. We're going to see some fucking mutants too much. I think, yeah. I think you stick to the formula. Maybe you go a little bigger. Maybe it's, encompassing like an area of the city and not just one of the blocks yeah yeah yeah. um but i think what worked about it was the fact that it was so contained yeah you weren't going on this sprawling epic it wasn't you know blade runner 2049 mm -hmm. i think it was oh yeah yeah 20 yeah i think it's 2049 yeah which while cool like you know I, it's not what dread is no 
no, but, that's fair. But if you're gonna get someone like Yamo de Toro to do Judge Death, right? You gotta see a little bit more. You have to explore. Yeah, I guess. I, mean, I guess if you get the right story, like yeah. the great thing about Dread was the story fit yeah. what it had. It was one space. It's the fact that there's someone who is just taking over this entire Peach Trees complex yeah. with drugs, with crime, with murder, with fear. And that these are what the judges have to deal with. And they're outgunned and outclassed, except yep. for the one, well, the two, standalone yep. characters that are going to fight to the bitter end. Yes. And yeah, no. that kind of story is just what I imagine Dread to be. It's just like this in and out day of absolute hell. Yeah. It's like every cop story you see. Like, what was it? Uh, 12 blocks or 16 yeah. blocks? Yeah, 16 blocks. Yeah. It's just like... And it's it's diehard. It's every it's cop's the raid, worst it's, day. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But through the lens of like a kind of, I don't know. It's hard to call it like a science fiction movie, except for the fact that Anderson has you know psychic powers. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't see like the hill folk. We don't see Judge Death, and you know all the other like more fantastic elements. But again, like the comic, which ran for a while, like it. it, it it's a parody subversive satire comic that has moments of like seriousness. Each it's not one consistent theme or tone. So like judge dread kind of lends himself to being in different wheelhouses, but him being kind of like the consistent rock throughout. And Anderson's a, a major player and like is used or not used depending on the circumstances. So like you could write Anderson out of it, or bring her in, have her be a cameo, or have her just ride along with Judge Dredd, and like that's their thing. It it's it's entirely up to the uh, up to the, the filmmaker. Um, if if they were ever to do another Judge movie, mm -hmm. would you want to see Batman in it? Uh, oh, like a Judge Dredd Batman crossover, like we got yeah, like the comic Grant. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean the thing is, it would have to because like the Judge Dredd comics. That had that they had produced are in and of themselves like they are through and through Judge Dread comic books. They are like meant to kind of make fun of Batman a little bit, uh, if not a lot of it. Okay, because yeah, like Judge Dread is just he's a fascist who is just entirely devoted to the letter of the law, regardless of how like corrupt or or even how uh, inhumane it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Batman is an anarchist who clearly represents the antithesis of the law uh, because he doesn't operate within it and does whatever he wants and he's a vigilante. And uh, yet still follows justice. Right. Yeah, exactly. But like those are two different ideas. You know, Dredd is about the law. Batman's about justice. And they, they couldn't be more di diametrically opposed. Uh, I get, you know, I would rather see like Batman versus Predator than a Batman versus Judge Dredd movie. I don't want a versus because yeah. the versus is going to be a team up. Well, it has to be a versus. I mean, like there's no way that you're going to have like Batman and Dredd in one room and have them not fight at some point. So unless, and, and hear me out on this, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Judge Dredd is called to Gotham to right. solve a crime. And Batman's like, I don't like this guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, but the thing is, well, Judgment's from the future well, and he lives in another reality. Like he'd have to like fall through a wormhole or something to end up in Gotham. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. He'd have to like, and the thing is, if he was like, if he knew the law, like if he knew the, the like the, the, law. Law, the law, if he knew the Gotham law and was like, all right, this is the law. I mean, he would still not be able to work with Batman because Batman constantly skirts the law. He'd be like, well, one thing I know for certain is what you're doing is against the law. <laughs> like even that's, if you that's get two in an ISO cube in Arkham. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would probably just put everyone in Arkham into ISO cubes and that's just never the end of it. Um, okay. I, I, I think I'd rather see another comic book than 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 ever see a movie with Judge Dredd and Batman. They're right, so cool. different. But I, I but I, I I had to ask. Yeah, no, sure. But I would love to see that Judge Dredd too, especially if they're like, no, no, no. Each franchise is a different fucking interpretation of the guy, but it's still Carl Urban, and he always does his thing. Like he's consistent. Everything else is different because yeah, there's a lot of like Judge Dredd where it's like he's in the sewers or he's outside the city or he's in some crazy ass part of the city. Like you know, we saw Mega City One. You know, big that goddamn city. It's a whole Eastern Seaboard according it's to that insane. movie. So yeah. it's like, you know, you, you you can't imagine that like the like the northeast is exactly the same in terms of like ge- geography and climate than it is down in like the south. So it's like, yeah, mix it up, like play with it, you know, have Judge Dredd all over the place. Yeah. That, that's, oh, my God. That's, can you imagine like cities that have been flooded like uh, uh, New Orleans, yes. like uh, uh, North Carolina, the, the Outer Banks and things like that? We're just yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. we live in a submerged city. Like totally. there's part of there's pieces like all the way below and people live down there. Right. And like these like wet habitats. And I'm not saying yeah. they're like aqua people, but the, like, no, yeah. they like they depressure a system or they pressurize yeah. the system to keep the water out. Yeah. So like yeah. hide from the surface dwellers and the law up there. Yeah. That'd be kind that'd of be dope. Great. That'd be really cool to see, especially to see it as Judge Dredd interprets it because he's going to be an asshole about it. But it would still be fun to watch. I would uh, love to see the the kind of CG that they did for that movie to have like underwater scenes. Oh, That'd yeah. Be awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, right. only, my only criticism for Judge Dredd is no is, is there's no squibs. I wish there, uh, you know, all the all, all the all the shots where they're going to the stairs and shooting people. I'm like could use some some robocop esque squibs would have would have put it right over the top for me just some real violence i just wanted some real it's like you were you weren't gonna get away with anything other i mean like look people are literally skinned alive and thrown off of a of a high rise like splattered yeah. all over the place like we see some some hardcore shit but like i want that kind of total recall starship troopers kind of like you know have we ever put this many squibs on a human being no we haven't are Go! they gonna be okay i don't, I don't know. know film yeah yeah that's that's my only criticism of that movie. Otherwise, everything's like no notes. Uh, as far as me, yeah. Today, By the way, I have more. Oh yeah, no, we gotta have more because like we're only eighteen minutes into the episode. But uh, okay, good. But yeah, go go for one. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see a sequel today of Tank Girl. Nice, right? Because okay. Lori Petty is awesome, still around, looks great. And I think if it was in the hands of somebody who, I mean, like, honestly, the director of the original Tank Girl movie right. was, uh, knew what they were doing and tried something that, like, I think really struck a tone with what this movie was supposed to be. Well, they're clearly a fan of the comic book. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, based on just, like, all that comic book art that they shoved into the movie. The comic book art, the way, the cutscenes that were animated. Yeah, yeah. The oh, movie, my God, the, yeah. Well, and the, and the visual style of the movie. That was Rachel Talalay. She, uh, female director, which is also really cool. 
for a comic book franchise. Yeah. Um, I think that today, like, I, I think that in many ways, Tank Girl was a product of its time and also a little ahead of its time. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, man, like, you could only make that movie in 1995, but also it's too bad it didn't come out in 2005 because it might have actually hit, like, any kind of audience. A, a bigger chord. I didn't see Tank Girl until it was on VHS in the 2000s. Same. Right? Like, I didn't even know the movie existed until after it had long died as a movie and uh you know but like i may have seen it like mid 90s uh no not mid uh because it came out mid i want to say like late 90s maybe like 99 2000 yeah i feel like i saw it 2000 was was probably when i saw it last yeah or when i saw it first um but like every time that movie is on you i'll click it i'll be like yeah uh see what's going on on pluto oh tank girl click oh my god now, I I uh I watched it I want to say a year ago. It was during lockdown, so it was a couple of years ago now. But I was I remember it was on lockdown and I'm like, I have nothing to do. And I was like, and I and I saw I was like scrolling through TikTok and like a clip came up and I was like, Tank Girl, and just immediately turned it on and watched the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, it is so endlessly watchable and so like weirdly joyful. I I it, it's so weird and great and stupid and fun. Um, and I think today, like if they were like, no new movie, we're going to make like a f- 25, 30 million dollar tank girl movie. We're going to use like CG practical effects. We're going to get like you some got to keep the, uh, the kangaroo people the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to get the same actors, although no. I think ice T would come back. I think you have to get ice tea, right? Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> no, the practical effects of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, those I believe are Stan Winston. So like the, the, the the same guy behind Predator and Terminator also designed the uh the, the kangaroos. Here's a fun little fact about the kangaroos. Um they're supposed to have uh big dongs and they definitely made them for their kangaroo bodies. And, I mean I believe it. Yeah, but like they were like, yeah, no, they're supposed to have like the, the rippers, I believe they were called. They they yes. need to have like huge, huge boners so they can like fuck. And I'm like okay like again only 1995 can you be like yeah make stan winston the like the messiah of creature and visual effects make kangaroo dicks for our weird anti-comedy action movie i imagine the director just being like look they had him in the comics gotta have him dicks come on stan (laughs) yeah give me also uh give me some kangaroo dildos yeah i mean like let me tell you something the movie stars laurie petty and naomi watts they're two incredible female actors that are working today who would still crush it i would love to see what jet girl's up to again uh malcolm mcdowell you know he's a friggin he's got a hologram head towards the end of the movie uh but no he's dead though oh they kill him yeah no they they bring him back maybe I mean, honestly, just let the man rest. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I like the idea of being like, no, we're not going to like, because re- you could reboot Tank Girl like at any point. They could have rebooted Tank Girl in 2005 and it would have been yeah. stupid. They could have re- rebooted Tank Girl in 2012 and it would have been a movie nobody saw. Every like 10 years, they could be like, oh yeah, no, Tank Girl. Another another Tank Girl. And it's just like, and it, like, like Tomb Raider f- games and movies where it's like, oh, whatever. Uh, Melissa Villas and York can play Tank Girl. But the idea of being like the no, first no, no. Melissa that came out of my head was Melissa Joan Hart. And I'm like, Melissa Joan Hart as tanker. No, no, <laughs> that I don't. Sorry. I'm afraid I don't see it. No, no, no. Uh, but you know, 
to to be like no we're doing a sequel 30 years later tank girl and it's Lori petty and she's old and she's still got her tank and she's just like she the still exact has her same tank. character she's the same character jet girl is like no we have to create a society with rules so that yeah humanity can survive and tank girl's like i'm the fuck out of here that's right. not what i'm about i'm about exactly like and fun Right, like they fixed, they, like they saved the day. Tech Jet Girl and the Rippers or whatever, like fixed society. They did it. Like the humanity's back, and they're still building and stuff. And Tank Girl's out there somewhere. She bails. She just bails. Yeah, her and the fucking the the the, the stoner kangaroo that she bangs in that. Yeah, movie. the doofy guy. The doofy guy. Uh, you know, they run off, and maybe what brings her back is he dies or something. <laughs> like whatever. Uh, but you know, you but you make this like thirty million dollar kind of like why did you make this kind of movie that's like really ultra stylized, but you know, plays with the idea of like, maybe, you know, the, the convention of the nineties, you know, nostalgia slash, you know, anti-authoritarianism and, you know, especially today in like a totally corporate run world. Like, I don't know. There's something there that like, I feel like if, if someone was like, Oh, uh, you need to resurrect some random comic book franchise from the 90s and it can't be superhero based. It's like, oh man, fucking, yeah, Tank Girl. Like, I'd rather see a Tank Girl sequel than a Rocketeer sequel. Yeah. You know, as opposed, like, no, I, I like got the Rocketeer. Rocketeer. We're the good. The Rocketeer is a contained story and it works because, like, at the end of the day, they win, the Nazis lose, yay. We got it. Yeah, it's done um similarly like you know uh but yeah no I, I like tank girl i think that'd be really fun i think i would like to see laurie petty again i think that's really what it is i just want an excuse for laurie petty to be in things again yeah um, she's awesome know, she's so awesome man uh but yeah that's something i'd like to see it's just just a sequel to to tank girl i kind of want laurie petty I, I want tank girl to like be disillusioned like they're they're trying to get her oh. back and be like no you have to rejoin society right help us and she's like, no, society's all bullshit. Right. No. What has society done for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. I wanted to blow things up and I got to blow things up. And then suddenly, like, I had to stop blowing things up because you wanted to have civilization. Yeah. What the fuck? You almost took my tank away. Um, apparently, Lori Petty is still in things. I just don't see any of them. <laughs> apparently, Last oh, thing I saw Lori Petty in other than Tank Girl was A League of Their Own. There you go. You know what she was in? She was 24 episodes of it. Orange is the New Black. No kidding. I know. Now I might actually watch it. Huh. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I was like, what? 24 episodes? Damn it. But yeah, she's uh, she's she's in another TV miniseries called Station Eleven just now. And it's like, okay, 10 episodes. Cool. I don't know what that is. but I kind of want to find out because Lori Petty. You're right. She's great. But I don't think she's the star. I think she's in it. Um, plus, you know, this is an opportunity to kind of like give new life to movies that didn't, I think, get a fair shake when they came out. So was Tank Girl a very popular comic? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it, was, it was subversive. It was. Yeah, it was. A, it was very much a fringe book. I mean, it still is. But like it, it was a fringe book that was very popular among like the indie comic scene and the punk rock scene. Like it's, you know, it, it made Jim Mahfood's career. And, uh, you know, he's he's still working today still doing yeah. tank girl stuff and it's like yeah no tank girl was never a huge thing and i i, I actually it's funny because you know the plot of jay and silent bob strike back was like after x-men did well like all the studios like gobbled up all these different like comic book franchises i'm like yeah. yeah that's 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 not really accurate it's actually accurate that they did it in the 90s when 
Batman hit it big on the box office. They started gobbling up all these franchises. If this you recall, is what the kids want. This is what the kids want. They want these fucking comic books. Well, I got, I got the original Batman, The Shadow, and I got Jack Ryan himself, Alec Baldwin. He's the Shadow. What do you think of that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I got Warren Beatty making Dick motherfucking Tracy. You know, it's like that. It was just pandemonium the rocketeer dick tracy the crow tank girl barbed wire all those movies were all made by hollywood that was like we can we can batman it you just melted my brain when you said dick tracy because i suddenly realized that was a comic book yeah comic strip yeah like that it was a, it was a radio program turned comic strip mm-hmm. turned movie yeah by the way here's something that weird movie about- is awesome by the way yes dick tracy is awesome it holds you up yeah, they've tried to make more. It turns out Warren Beatty still owns the movie rights to make Dick Tracy movies. And he's like, no, Not unless I'm me. Dick Tracy. And it's really weird. And he's done interviews as Dick Sorry, Tracy. Sorry, you're too old. You're too fucking old, man. They're not going to do that. The Phantom. Yeah. Steel. Uh, I don't I don't want to see another Phantom. No. Sorry, I want to see the first Zane. Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough of the Phantom to go. No. Yeah, no. It's just weird. It's not for me. And you know what sucks? It's 100% accurate. Like, the Phantom movie is like, yeah, that's... That's the Phantom. And, like, look at him. That's what he looks like. And this is what he does. This is what he does. <laughs> he he punches, I don't know... He punches people. adventurers and, he, he... and bangs people. He's like a weird supernatural Indiana Jones. Yeah, but like not real. He's not really that supernatural. It's just that like he at least has sex one time in his life because he has to have a son. No, and but then, like he also has a ring that has magical powers in it. Like when he punches people that comes out. Yeah, I don't even remember if it does anything. I think it's remember just like the a, skulls that turn into things. And like I do remember the skulls, that, lasers. Yeah, shoot lasers. I yeah, that's yeah. True. His ring countered that skull. Oh yeah, that's right. So it's bizarre. Still, still pretty crappy, but I, uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your other pick for for a a comic book sequel you'd like to see today? So, David Harbor's Hellboy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> did you see it yes did you see it with me <laughs> pretty sure i did i also watched it again two weeks ago oh nice i did not think that was very good really yeah okay yeah, i i like david Har- i love david harper i watch him in anything especially that upcoming uh santa movie which we gotta watch but um yeah yeah, I love that we saw that. Tra- I was like, I showed you guys the trailer. You're like, that's what it is? Oh, now I'm on board. Like, you guys <laughs> thought it was, uh, you and Tiffany both thought it was a, like, slasher A horror movie. movie. Yeah, because like, I've yes. seen Jack Frost, and not, like, the happy Jack oh, Frost yeah. with Jack, with uh, Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton, but the Jack Frost killer scarecrow, I'm going to, you know, stab you with a icicle Carrie, guy. Yeah, the the rapist. Or the, or the, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. No, I thought it was just like, no, let's turn Santa evil. Wasn't there a Triple H or a... Uh, yeah. A gold somebody movie? Stone Cold Steve Austin, maybe? Stone Cold Steve Austin, maybe. That was a horror Santa, I think, at some point. Yeah, I prob- I feel like I there mean, was. But that's what I thought this David Harbour movie was. Right. I'm like, oh, God, Santa's going to be evil. Why do we always have to make Santa evil? Can't he right. just well, be a force for good? 
because he's because he's public domain and i want to create a franchise out of it and it's like no no no. violent night is it's die hard on christmas with santa claus as john mcclain like yeah as your protagonist yeah i was like that i'm on board for oh okay yes yes yeah but uh but yeah no so i love david harbour and i liked his hellboy like i i i liked it he looks really weird like he his face is all like smushed in like it looks like he looks more demonic yeah, he looks more like uncomfortable, which I'm sure was a note. They were like, no, Ron Perlman looks too much like Ron Perlman as Hellboy, which Ron Perlman looks too handsome, essentially, right. which, you know, got to make Hellboy look a little there, evil. There's a sentence no one's ever said, but uh, yeah, I, I, I still have a real sauce. I'm going to get a letter from Ron Perlman. Thank you for saying that. That yeah. was very nice. Dear Ben, uh, thank you. And dear Sal, fuck you. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, but no, yeah, I uh, I love that first Hellboy movie. And I, I I wanted to like the the reboot because I love David Harbour and I think that I know Mike Mignola really had like a lot more creative control I mean, in that movie. Even even the second Hellboy movie, Golden Army, was good. Yeah, I didn't really like that one either. But uh, <laughs> by then I was like, wise, oh, it looked great. No, exactly. No, no, it, it looks amazing. It's just I'm not interested. I was like, I don't care about this Golden Army. I'm not interested in seeing Hellboy have children. Uh, n- none of this is helpful. there are aspects to the movie where yeah i don't care about the kids either right but the elves yeah no awesome the elves are point. cool yeah it, it it really leans into the i mean like obviously when he goes to when he not when he goes to hell but he goes to the underworld and he gets like the fucking yeah you know, the crazy like pan's labyrinth shit it's like yeah no that's awesome um but yeah and that's a cool situation and exploration of like that mythology and where hellboy does the thing I like about David Harbour's Hellboy was that yeah. it was all about like him bringing about the end of the world, much like it was supposed to be in the first Hellboy movie. Yep. But it got dark. It did get really dark. And I really liked, uh, I like Mila Jovovich in that movie. She's great. She's good. Um, I like Ian Machane as Professor Broom, despite the fact that I think John Hurt is better. I I could give or take him as I like Ian McShane Dr. Broom. generally. Well, yeah, no, he's, he's fun. Yeah. But he was this very asshole Dr. Broom. He's a lousy dad. It was horrible. Um, yeah, I, I was, but, but I kind of like, I was like, you're going with a different interpretation. Like it's a, yeah. like professor Broom in the, in the, in the, in the del Toro movies is like sweet. Like I love that character. He's great. And then in this one, it's like, no, he's a dickhead. And it's like, okay, all right, cool. And like, he's not as old. He doesn't have like this regret about the things that he's done where Broom in the first Del Toro movies does. Yes. Like, oh no, I've I've made mistakes and there's things I have to like account for. Yeah. This yeah. guy's just like, nah, we were we were fighting evil. Yeah. Right, exactly. Who cares well, if I, you know, took a, a demon for a, a protege. Right, like, how am I supposed to fight evil with not be like a monster myself? Um, I loved the the hunting uh, sequence was dope. That was a lot. Yeah, of fun. when they were fighting the trolls, the fighting the trolls is really cool. Um, the thing that really bugged me about that movie was 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 uh, Sasha Lane, the Alice Monahan okay. character, uh, because her English accent was so horrible. Like immediately, she immediately comes out like talking, and I'm like, "You're not British." Like you're not British, a lot. And then I'm like, and sometimes I'm wrong about these things. Like sometimes I'm like, "Oh yeah, man!" I had to research it. And you're just like, "Wait, is she right?" Like, or or is she just so British that she sounds like she's faking it? Nope, she's American. 
why make her British at all then? Right. Like, especially when she, when they're like, oh, uh, 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 Sasha, do you know how to do a British accent? Oh, I should do, Gubna. Okay, she's not British. Cool. We'll just not do that. Um, but instead, they're like, no, that was, it was I remember, I remember, okay, remember in, um, uh, this is just going back a ways, but Firefly, I remember uh, uh, when Summer Glau in, uh, when, when River and Badger going back and forth. Yeah. Yes. And she does her Badger voice and it's like really not good. It's not great. No. It's not great, right? But if you watch that with the commentary, you're Joss Whedon just, just, just splooging all over the place about how good he's like. You understand? This scene didn't exist until we found out how good Summer Glau was at accents, and I'm like, then you're really not good at hearing accents because that's not very good. It was just anyway. I'm off track. It was. It was just too thick. It was it's just not very good like, it's just like i don't even i'm like it, i'm just I'm, I'm very aware that you're doing a voice right now summer um but uh but yeah as far as this hellboy movie goes i think when ian mcshane popped out of uh sasha lane's like shoulder or whatever as like mouth. a ghost uh, yeah as out of her mouth as like a ghost uh uh tapeworm Yep. Uh, I I was like, I don't really think I like this movie. (laughs) See, for me, the movie was fun, and David Harbour plays a great Hellboy, just because you're just like, oh, come on. He's Hopper! He's Hopper as Hellboy! He's Hopper as Hellboy, which I love it. 100%, I'm okay with that. But But, And he's so different from Baba Yaga. Yes, that was great. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Him and the pig guy, I was okay. Uh, I like the pig guy. Don't get me wrong. He was great. I like that, you know, he took something from me. I had a life before he, you know, kicked me out and made me this monster. Yeah. But the ending scene where hell is coming out, I want more of that. I want an apocalyptic Hellboy movie where like, no, the world is never going to be the same because you're here. And we have to deal with this now. Yeah, that's fair. Or even him in hell. Like, those monsters that came out and were just yeah. slaughtering people. Yeah. They're fun. Holy crap. Yeah. That's, that's what I want out of a horror movie. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So like, if you would were to do a, uh, a sequel to Hellboy 2019, you'd be like more just like bigger uh, hell on earth. Like everything they did. Cause literally teased in both Hellboy movies. They're like, they're like, how about his horns grow? He gets his crown of fire and they offer him the throne of hell. And then he doesn't do that. And I'm like, that's the same, the same, it's the same plot. It's the same fucking plot, man. Yeah. Uh, also Hellboy's arm is like, I think I remember it being like orange in this movie for some reason. And I'm like, why isn't it red? I don't know. It, it, it's very much a nitpick. It, it, that movie was very much a nitpick fest for me. So I do apologize. But uh, uh, Ron Perlman's arm looked better. It did look better. It did. This one, this one was too long, in my opinion. Yeah, it was like yeah, a was. prosthetic that they added on, and they had him like manipulating it inside. And yep. because of that, it was out to here. Yeah, and you're seeing it. You're just like, it's it's just too long. It's too long. You're right, and that's exactly that must be how they manipulated it. Yeah, no, that's 100 percent what it is. But uh, I do like David Harbour as Hellboy, and uh, and with with Ian McShane like not chewing the scenery anymore, I guess that'd be kind of fun. And really we got the leopard we got guy. Abe Sapien. That's right. That's right. He's at like the very end or he's a post-credit scene or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right at the leopard end. guy, take or leave it, but he's, you know, he's fine. But uh, he's, he's fun. I enjoy him. 
Yeah. The the post credit scene, I believe, is Baba Yaga talking to Rasputin. Yeah, I think you're right. But again, she's like, like, I'll Rasputin. finally let you die. Yeah, I get it. But like, Rasputin is bringing about the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. How great would that be? That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it's been a long time. And I, I, you know, I don't see a lot of movies nowadays, but like, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie about like the straight up end of the world, like biblical end of the world. And that's something that I would very much like to see on film, especially in like, if they dedicated any amount of budget to it to like go, yeah, here we go. It's going to be really cool. And it's going to be like insane. mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Hellboy 2019. I would like to see a see. Yeah. I'd watch it. Look, I'd watch it. Uh, See, I, another ticket sold. Right, ex- yeah, there we go. One at a time. Uh, okay, so I would like, lo- this isn't really fair because it's not, because we kind of got them. But this I'd, isn't fair. I, I'd, I'd like to see a real sequel to Batman Returns. Okay, yeah, you want Batman 3. Yeah, I want Batman 3, but I don't, but I don't know if I want Batman 3 35 years later. So like, that's kind of like on my, that's kind of on my like. I kind of just wish we'd gotten more Burton Keaton Batman movies. Um, as far as a movie that would ma- be made today, I think it might be time for another Crow. They made. I, I think, I'm, I'm two mixed of them? about this. Right. Oh no, they made more than two. Did they really? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> it's not good. Because two like, was not good. No, City of Angels. I, uh, I I never saw City of Angels, but I did see in every comic book an ad for it. There's a three. Is there really? And I'm fairly certain Edward Furlong plays the crow. Oh, no. Or there's a four and Edward <laughs> Furlong plays the crow. <laughs> you are 100% correct. It is absolutely Edward Furlong in the crow. Wicked prayer. Number four, that is way too recent. 2005, I see you there with your one yeah. stars. Uh, uh, oof. Ooh. I've seen scenes and I'm like, oh no. Oh no. That's okay. Maybe yeah, I, I don't even know who is in three. David Boreanaz is in four. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Who's in three? Nobody. But, uh, Oh, Kirsten Dunst is in three. Kirsten Dunst, what are you doing in The Crow? Right? You know what it is? She's like, it's the year 2000. I loved The Crow. She's like, I was in an interview with a vampire. <laughs> I'm, of course I'll I'm be down it. for this kind of shit. What was yeah. two? two? Two was City of Angels. City of Angels, was, yes. Okay. So it's, it's The Crow, it's City of Angels, it's Salvation, and then it's Resurrection. It's, yeah, The Crow 3, Salvation, and then The Crow 4, Wicked Prayer. Yep. Yeah, so, City of Angels, I think, was the the first, like, a, a genuine attempt at, at being a sequel. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, there are aspects of this I enjoy. It's just yeah. not as good. No, exactly. It's just not as good. Like, there is something... you. I, I saw The Crow, I think, two Halloweens ago. Okay. So, like, it's, it's a little fresh in my mind. Fire it up! Fire it's it up! <laughs> It's, Fire it up. it's 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 pretty dope like it's such a good okay for it, what it wants great. to be like yeah what it's do it's yeah it's like dark city like it's like yeah. you did it you did i know what you're going for i have like, a vision yeah and like the vision is gotham 
Like, yeah. it's just this shitty city where no one can really escape it. Crime is rampant. No mm. one can do anything about it. And if you live there, you're just stuck in this awful dirge day yeah. after day. Exactly. And the only salvation that you have is this one person you love, and it's ripped away from you, and it hurts so bad, and you love them so much, you come back from the dead to yes. avenge them. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's like if Christopher Hall just, like, made a movie. <laughs> uh, no, no. The Crow is actually is actually a really good... It's a great comic book. It's a really... I, and I think it's a great... It's a deliberate movie. It feels, I've never read the comic. As much as I love the movie, I've yeah, never read it. It's, you know, it's very different. I mean, it's different in as much as, like, you know, the, the, the Crow... I remember finding out, I think, that the director had only made music videos until the crow. And I was like, that completely checks yeah, out. Yeah. That tracks. That tracks like you wouldn't believe like that tracks like Thunder Mountain Railroad. Like I <laughs> I get it. Uh especially watching it again, you know, in my 30s, being like, oh, this is just a music. You're just this is just a music video with with no music in it. <laughs> and yet great soundtrack. Just yeah, no. It's it, I mean the music like yeah, absolutely. Plus you got, but it's, yeah. it's, it's the shot composition. It's the angles that they use. It's yeah. the cuts they do. Yeah. And like the weird, like effects they try to uh, accomplish like in camera where it's like, okay, here's this thing. And it's like a miniature. We're going to fucking push the camera through it. And then we're going to merge it with the other film. And it'll look like, it's like, it looks like you just did that. But in 1994, I guess that's pretty impressive, you know, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I, I don't know if you can do a sequel to the crow. And I say that because they in the, in the world where they've made three of them. Um, but you know, I would say they've <laughs> never they successfully done it. And everyone's yeah. just like, I can't do as good as Brandon Lee. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm and it's out. like, dude, it, it's not, I mean, Brandon Lee is the best crow on screen is the best crow on screen that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that we couldn't get another great crow movie. I think so. My only problem is I'm worried that it's going to be like the Conan reboot where it's like, this is, you know what? I get it. And I, and I, I'm with you. I think Jason Momoa would be a great Conan, this movie. And it, like, you know what? You're making this movie. And it, like, I, you are, you are actually doing Conan stuff. Like I, I get it. It's just that, but it looks, but, it, but it just, it looks so, it looks like the mummy. Okay. So, it, it's like it's toothless and it's like it's polished and there's and the cg looks like dated it's just you know yeah no to have I, the crow today right is taking a movie out of time you'd have to and say then it recreating the it yeah it has such a 90s aesthetic to it. it it is the 90s for a particular demographic personified yeah people who watched mtv not like, everybody. I mean, not yeah. everybody who watched MTV, but like the MTV generation, grunge yes. music, rock, goth, all goth. that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. it I don't know if there's it, an audience for a crow today. If you watched all the Nine Inch Nails animated or claymation music <laughs> videos, you watched the Crow movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was that big band? Uh, a concert that just happened recently with all, all the band, like like 182 and everybody like, you know what I, I mean? I can't like remember the, the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that fucking thing. I, I was like, if you went to that concert, you might see our Crow sequel. 
Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I, and I, but I wonder if a crow, like, can you make a crow sequel? Because here's the thing with the crow, like, the next crow, you could make a crow sequel 35 years later and set it in 1996 or set it in like the day after the first crow movie because you it doesn't just, matter who yeah. the crow is. Go back in time. It doesn't have to be set now. Right. But my question is, could you do a crow movie today? Like, could a Gen Zer be the crow? <laughs> or is that, has that crow flown? Is that time over? Because like, if you made a crow, a new crow movie, and like, let's say you said it in 1995 or 1996. Right. Would anyone go fucking see it except people in their 40s going like, oh man another crow all right <laughs> i don't know that's a I really think, yeah i, I, I want to say no yeah i feel like, like no. the idea of the crow the whole aesthetic of it was like my life is nothing without this person yeah which i mean like that's spawn that's ghost rider like that's that, that these are themes and ideas that like People think they could make movies of today. Right. That are very popular for comic book fans. But at the so, end of the movie. Right. Rather than get back together with them, it's I've die. avenged their death. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah. killed the people who killed them so yeah. that they don't continue this cycle of violence. Now, right. granted, there is the like, he goes to heaven afterwards. Yes. But like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I, have the same kind of satisfaction that you get from movies where, like, the hero is in love with someone, and at the end, they risk their life and their soul. Yeah. But they're still with them in this life. Right, right. Like Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. But then, I mean, the other thing is, would audiences be down for a movie where it's like, so your protagonist, uh, you know, he, he he loves music and he just plays in a rock band and uh, his girlfriend is viciously raped and murdered in front of him. And then he himself is viciously murdered as well. And uh, the, the premise of the movie is he comes back to life and murders them. It's a revenge porn movie. But uh, like two thirds of the movie, he loses his ability to 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 uh, to, you know, God mode them. And so to kill the last guy, he has to try really, really hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know if audiences are like, yeah, I want to see that. Like, I mean, that's basically like a Punisher movie where it's like, so the premise of the movie is uh, there's a bunch of guys and they're selling drugs. And then this guy with a t-shirt shows up and murders all of them. And like the, 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 the conflict is um, what if they, what if, what if he doesn't kill all of them? Like, I don't know if people are down for that kind of plot anymore, but again, if you if you try to change that, you're not making a crow movie, and I think that's the I I I, I don't know. I so, feel like there's a there's a dearth of those things, and I'd like no make more movies about like just kind of yo some folk are bad, you know. Especially I in the fictitious like, universe. I feel like if you made the movie and you didn't make it a crow movie until the end, oh, like it's a no, it's a vigilante. Yeah. And then they're concerned, like, you know, they, they're not the ones getting shot. They're not the ones getting stabbed. You don't see the fact that they have that healing factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the movie, like, they're on the ropes. Right. And you see them heal, and you see, like, the fact that they're like, no, I'm the fucking crow. Yeah. I, there is no stopping me until my justice is done. Yeah. I feel like that could work. Because That'd if be you cool. don't know the entire time and you're concerned, you'd be like, oh, the hero might not make it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that yeah. being fun. 
you know how you get away with that? Crow show. You do a crow show where every episode is a different crow. Is one of those set on a pirate ship? It must be. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm in. Yeah. I'm t- I think a crow show would be cool. You know, where, you know, get, you get girl crow, dude crow, black guy crow, you know, like Hispanic crow. Like you can try all kinds of different crows and there's all different manner and flavor of revenge. Oh, that's true. You know, like these guys do a miniseries. My... Do a do a ten episode miniseries. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, ten episode miniseries on some unrated kind of network or whatever. You know, like uh, Netflix, HBO, or... Netflix, all of them. HBO, Netflix, Amazon, whatever. But like, you know, you get the guys and the boys to make it, and it's just like, you know, some of them and like, yeah, some of them are set in like a like the like a like a barrio. Some of them are in like a like you know the third world. You know, like uh, I don't know. You know, wherever those crows. One set in feudal <laughs> Japan because we have to go there. No. show but yeah i i think there's i think there's some room for a crow sequel if only just to be like we're gonna give it one more try we're gonna try one more time okay especially because it's one of those things where you don't have to worry about all the actors being old true yeah you can just recast right yeah well you just cast you don't have to recast anything there's nobody's coming back unless you want to bring back ernie hudson because he's also in the crow i mean if he's the if he's the through line where he's oh my like, god <laughs> yeah that'd be kind of fun and he's following like the mythology of the crow be like no now I have to go help this other person yeah then he's yeah. the Sam Neil of the <laughs> of Ghost Rider is it Sam Neil it's Sam uh, Elliot Sam Elliot thank you yeah I knew I had something wrong right it's one of the Sams yeah oh man <laughs> Sam Elliot's the only reason to watch that fucking movie um, yes. You got any others that are just off the top of your head? You're like, oh man, they should make a sequel to this. It'd be kind of cool. Not off the top of my head. And yeah. not not comic book movies per se. No. But if they were going to remake like a sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. there was a weird sci-fi movie. Uh, I want to say it came from Planet Nine or like there's this weird TV movie where like an alien comes in yeah. from a weird tv signal and I'm, I'm gonna look it up real quick yeah was it it came from planet glurg nope that's that's a that's a magic the car the gathering card that you can choose um and plan nine from outer space is entirely different fuck uh yeah nah. all right i don't know what it is i'll never be able to find it again <laughs> the the comments will know and then we'll never be able to do a sequel to it but uh uh yeah off the top of my head, no. My 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 top was dread. Yeah, yeah. That's something that's like, come on. Yeah, out of all these things, dread is not only the most the one I want the most, it's also the most likely to get one because there's no damn reason not to. Carl Urban's down to do it, and you could still manage to keep the budget down because you know, eleven years later. I think we've managed. You could still you could shoot that on a on a budget again. Oh yeah, it still works. Yeah, the problem is just like people didn't see it. Like it just didn't was the, make the money. I know, and oh my god, seeing that in the theater again yeah, on a big nice. screen. Oh. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, damn it. Um, I want another Ghost Rider. <laughs> I mean, you'll get one. It just won't be that one. 
I don't want that I, one. I don't want a sequel to Ghost Rider. I want a sequel to Ghost Rider 2. Oh my god, Spirit of Vengeance? Because that was so much better. It was better in as much as he looked better and it was more ridiculous because i think it was hardcore it was insane i I wish it were more hardcore but also like i wish it were in like the american southwest and not in like prague or whatever (laughs) i agree my problem with the first ghost rider is the villains are goofy i'm sorry oh but i didn't take a serious i they're not fun no no there's nothing fun about dumb looking so and it's like him no versus yeah. the mob. Yeah. Yes. I'm fine with that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And then it yeah. turns to spiritual and evil. Yeah. No, I'm dead. I mean, like I liked most of spirits of vengeance. I just was like, like this is, you know, there's a kid and I don't, I really don't like that actor from game of Thrones who plays the devil in that one. I'm like, Oh my God. I don't remember who it was. It's he's he's in a lot of stuff. He was in Road to Perdition and uh, I think Game of Thrones as well. And he's just he plays he plays the voice of Steppenwolf in the uh, in the Justice League movies. Okay, it's just like God damn that guy. But uh, yeah, uh, I I guess if I had to throw out a couple, you know, I'd like to see a sequel, a sequel, not like a reboot of that TMNT CG movie. Yeah, that was good. I really like that movie. Which is technically, I guess, like a sequel. It's like a it's like a requel to Ninja Turtles one and two. I don't know if they if they made that canon. Um, I would like to see a sequel to Sky High. There, I said it. I like Sky High. I, I expected like someone to come out of the woodwork, like Tiffany, to open up the back door and be like, Sky no! High, boo! <laughs> I think I she it. likes that movie too. Yeah, I know no, she does, it. but that it needs that kind of effect. Yeah, someone yeah, you heard what I said. You. Sky High. Uh, yeah, I like that movie a lot. And uh, and of course, Superman Returns. I, I I I want more of that in a cinematic universe without the kid in it. Okay. I like the aesthetic. I liked Brandon Routh as Superman. It, you know, I, it's... It, unfortunately... The lead and the director are uh, people we can't work with anymore. So like the lead, yeah, the lead villain and the director yeah. are both like huge problems. So it's like, so what, what, how are we going to ma- maintain that? Like, how are we going to preserve any of the, like the quality from that movie? It's like, I don't know if we can I think it's, it's just, not possible. And it's too far. It's too, it's too far gone. Uh, I think Superman returns came out in what? Like, I don't know, like 2008 or something like that. <laughs> Would you want to see, and this is entirely Six. off the topic of superhero movies. Oh, sure. A third Gremlins movie. You know, um, there's a, there, there's, there's, they're threatening to make a, a cartoon movie or a cartoon series oh. called Mugwai, the beginning or, you know, it's like the, or it's like set like in the past, like the ancient past. It's about the origin of Mugwais. Um, that is not the direction to take this. That I, I, uh, I remember, I think, both John Glover and Red Letter Media pitched for me the perfect Gremlin three, Gremlins three, and Go, it is that I want to hear it. Daniel Clamp becomes president of the United States, and Billy Peltzer becomes a like age an aide to the president, and it's Gremlins in the White House, and it's just like yes, yes, a thousand times yes. Get Rick Baker <laughs> and just do it again in the. Fucking White House. I they love got, Daniel Clamp as the president. Oh my I know. god. Right? Daniel Clamp's the president. 
William Peltzer works there. Maybe uh, Phoebe Cates comes back too. I don't care. And uh, and it's Gremlins in the White House, and Gremlins are calling heads of state, and they're like setting up nuclear launch codes, and you know they're in the Rose Garden. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Uh, like, but yeah, Gremlins in the White House. Yeah, I mean, if it's, yeah, yeah, as long as it's the same team, like as long as it's, uh, you know, Rick Baker doing the effects and uh, Joe Dante doing the direction. I kind of okay. I like Daniel Clamp. He's hilarious. And yeah, Gremlins Two is a fun and funny horror movie. Yeah, I want to see it a little bit more like Gremlins One. I want mm, it to be a little, a little scarier. Darker. Yeah, because Gremlins Two is a fucking comedy. Yeah, <laughs> Gremlins Hands 2. down. There, I mean, there's there's some there's some intense sequences, but it's not a horror movie. Uh, yeah, the I, scariest I, thing in that movie is the spider scene. Spider down scene the is that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say you know what was scary to me was the scene of the bat gremlin attacking Mister Futterman in the street. It really bugged me because uh, like, everyone it, else reacted like nothing was happening yes yeah no one reacted and then there's that shot where he like cuts his head open and i'm like this is really scary <laughs> like this man's gonna die and no one cares sal this is new york no one gives a shit i know that's scary apathy <laughs> is scary I'll, I'll tell you this the same exact the exact same reaction when lewis tully is chased by the terror dog yeah and they go to, and they go to tavern on the green and no one gives a shit that scared the shit out of me because no one helped him New York. That's new. And both you're on your own. You're on your own. Yeah, that's true. That's why I like rarely ever walk anywhere in New York. I'm like, every time it's nighttime and I'm like, hey, we could take, we could take an Uber. That's fine. I'll pay. I don't care. Hey, is any, hey, like after New York comic, hey, does anybody want to get the fuck out of here right now? Hey, my legs are kind of tired. Let's uh, not walk. Yeah. Hey, let's get in the car. And hey, do we even need to be in the city? Wouldn't, wouldn't this be way more fun if it was in my house? Can we just watch New York Comic Con across the river with big binoculars? <laughs> right? It's just because it's so scary and nobody cares about you. And they'll let you get eaten by terror dogs or whatever the hell they did to him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, so there you go. Let us know in the comments uh, what superhero, no, what comic book movie you'd like to see a sequel today. Uh, or if you just agreed with Ben or me, you know, just say that too. Say that too. Yeah. And if you didn't agree with us, uh, don't comment at all. <laughs> <laughs> but do like the video and subscribe to the channel because that'll help us out a lot. Uh, and it'll definitely get your voice heard. But uh, otherwise, Ben, thank you so much for being on the show today. My pleasure. And, thank uh, you for having me. Always uh, the pleasure's all on this side of the uh, screen. And uh, we'll see you guys next time with more here on Comp Up Returns. So long, everybody.